Jennifer at No Label Brewery, and you're listening to Drink of Ages Radio Show with John Denman. Come out to No Label seven days a week and join us for some badass beers on tap. Don't forget to visit our website at nolabelbrew.com for all events happening at our brewery. Hope to see you soon. I can think of only one thing that could lift my spirits right now. Beer. 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 This is Drink of Ages on ESPN 97.5. The only show dedicated to craft beer, spirits, and music. Here's your host and luminary, John Denman. John Denman. Welcome, everybody, to Drink of Ages radio show. I am John Denman, your host, DJ Muskrash, a producer. We are hanging out. In Denver, Colorado this weekend for a Great American Beer Festival. So, I mean, yeah, doing a beer show, there's no better place to do it. Uh, I mean, it's fun at Drink of Ages Pub. Don't get me wrong. But Denver is, you know, a world-class beer city and has been for a long time. The, yeah, I know Houston's got a little little warm out there right now. Fortunately, in Denver, we got blue sky, 70 degrees, going to get down to the 40s tonight. It's going to be a pretty spectacular weekend, and Great American Beer Fest. It doesn't get better than that, John. No, man. It is such a, we're here at the Colorado Convention Center, you know, being stared down by the giant blue bear, um, which you, know, you always got to take your little crotch picture with the bear. Cause it's just, yeah, just have to do that. But this, this event, this will be the fifth year that we've been out here, and every year watched it watched it grow and that just shows on how many new breweries are popping up and just you know houston alone i mean we're sitting at 48 breweries in the houston area and when i started doing the show there were six seven i don't even remember now i mean it's you know how many beers later has that been it's amazing how much houston's beer scene has grown we have some great uh let's see who's going to be out here town and city has a booth buffalo bayou st arnold and Eighth Wonder is going to be out here. Uh, they have their booths uh, representing Houston. A little bit smaller than it was last year, but I know a lot of breweries submitted beers for the competition, and it would be pretty spectacular to see see Houston take home one of the medals. But this got to talk about some sponsors for the show. This show is sponsored by Bell's Brewery Oktoberfest Beer. And, man, I mean, we're in October. We're right in the middle of the big party. And if you have never tried this one, man, it's just a nice balanced lager. Five and a half percent, focus on lightly toasted malt. And so what that does, man, it just makes a nice beer that's not too sweet, easy to drink, and you can find it around town. So go grab a Bell's Brewery Oktoberfest beer today. Hopefully we see some Bell's Brewery out here. We have the whole experience guide, which is they, they, they the Brews Association, just they do such a great job of the information. And later in the show, we're going to talk to Julia Hurst. She's the craft beer program director. And then we're going to get out there in the main hall and grab some of the breweries, maybe a couple of our friends from the Houston area to talk to. But Julia Hurst, she's going to be on in the next segment to talk about all the different things. But one of the things that I want to discuss is how well organized this event is. And there's an app. There's a program guide. And you can really plot out your whole trip. So different from every other year, this year for me is I'm going to think a little bit harder instead of just going and and pounding, you know, like about 200 beers. I'm going to plot it out and drink 200 beers that I really, really want to try. And even starting the day off, it was, all right, big breakfast, went to snooze. Had a great big breakfast with a couple Bloody Marys, and so I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. I'm ready for this. So the idea is, uh, you know, get the show. It's going to be a fun one, and when we wrap it up, then that's when we really get to have a good time, Muskratch. So we're going to be running around Denver all weekend. If you are in the area, uh, shoot me a message, man. Let's hang out and grab a beer. But let's take a quick break. And when we get back, we'll talk with Julia Hers. Drink of Ages. Be right back. It's from the 
Hey, our friend Ryan Lewis from No Label Brewing Company is here, man. Tell us about what's going on with No Label. That's right, John. You'll be able to catch No Label Wednesday, September 25th at Barry's Pizza for our pint night. Thursday, September 26th at Frank's Backyard for Escape the Brew, Bring in the Clowns. And then Friday, we're going to be at High Spirit Garden doing Speed Bingo. Everybody wins something until somebody's blackout. If you couldn't catch us at any of those, Saturday, we're going to be at Brew 30 in Cyprus doing Oktoberfest. And then next, the following Saturday, October 5th, we've got Beer and Axes coming out to the brewery from 2 to 6. That's always a lot of fun. Following that, we've got Murder Mystery. I bet somebody did it with the axe in the brewery. And then we'll also have our Fiesta Forever lager out, our dark Mexican lager, nice toasted malt notes throughout the body, clean finish, something easy to down before we get whatever we're going to see as a winner this year. Spindle Tap is one of Houston's fastest growing craft breweries. From the highly sought after hazy IPAs to its year-round core beers, Boomtown Blonde, Honey Hole, Hop Gusher, 5% Tint, and Houston Haze. Available at retailers all around Houston and surrounding areas. Stop by one of the nicest air-conditioned tap rooms in Houston, Thursday through Sunday, conveniently located 8 miles north of downtown off 59 in Little York. Come hungry and try some of our award-winning barbecue and wood-fire pizza from Texas. Go visit our website at SpindleTap.com and give us a like on Facebook. We are back uh, sitting here hanging out at the Colorado Convention Center for Great American Beer Fest. And joining us now, we have Julia Hers, and she is the craft beer program director for the Brews Association, among a bunch of other things that we're going to get into as we, as we talk. But welcome, Julia. Welcome to Drink of Ages. Thanks for having me, and hi to all the beer lovers listening. Yeah, man. So this has been a world whirlwind week for you guys. Uh, I can only imagine just what it takes to set up a festival at this magnitude. But, I mean, it's been going on for quite some time. 36 so years strong. 36 years is plenty of time to work out some kinks. But I'm sure it's not as easy as, I mean, uh, how many breweries are going to be out here this well, week? Well, we have festival and competition. Festival-wise, 800 breweries. And, um, you know, you've got 3,900 beers, one ounce at a time. And it truly is a sight to behold. If you have not been to GABF, there's always next year, and you should put it on your bucket list for beer events. It's definitely an event, if, if, even if you're not a big beer fan. It's just a, such a great event just to come check out and just be part of. Because, I mean, there's, yes, of course, like you said, there's a tremendous amount of beers you get to sample. And the cool thing is, is you know, I've been here for the last four years. This will be my fifth year. So the way that I kind of, you have to kind of, come up with an approach on how are you going to handle the great american beer festival because like i said there's 3900 beers that you can sample and i'm going to try to get to at least 2000 you know over the next couple of days but the, you have to kind of come up with a game plan so you, you, you brewers association has done a great job of getting the information out to people and with the app with the little brochures and setting up this how the whole convention hall is set up in regions and everything else that, that you can go in and go, okay, these are the beers that I want to try that I've never tried before. I've heard about these breweries. And you can sort of plot out and map out which way you want to walk, which beers you want to try. Yeah, by geography. But, mm-hmm. And pick, you know, style is a good game plan sometimes. But by geography is how the hall is mapped out. Um, and the regions are what you normally, because, I mean, frankly, the majority of beer in the United States isn't even distributed outside its own state of origin. So at GABF, it truly is the Great American Beer Festival. You get all these beers you would never get in your own state. So you can pick states that you would want to travel to for those beers and get them all in one night. And what's, what, and the way that, that that is able to happen is Colorado basically says, all right, for this week, we're not going to have any beer laws, any beer distribution laws. And so everybody's able to bring their beers in. Well, no, in a dream scenario. But distribution-wise, we have a three-tier system. And distribution-wise, we have receiving points for the competition, too, and the festival beers. Breweries 
um, uh, group up and help each other truck the beers, and there's a lot of help. Uh, Microstar Kegs is a huge asset to this festival, and frankly, the festival couldn't go on with that type of draft keg solution for that number of breweries. Um, and most beers, definitely in the hall, are on draft. It's not. You, you, it's very rare to see any bottled product. There's so many different varieties of beers these days, and you know, different categories and stuff. And so I was talking with Eric Warner of Carbog, saw him outside, and we're just. He's judging beers at the moment, and so it's like, okay, how much fun is that? You know, he's like, oh, it's great. It makes for a pretty long day, but it's a good time because, you know, they're sampling 80-some-odd beers, you know, whatever it was, depending on the category. Yeah, about 10 to 12, I judge as well. Um, judge, um, I won't talk the category, but judge this morning, and 10 to 12 beers in a flight is usually what you'll see, maybe 8 sometimes, 8 to 12. Uh, a real enjoyable experience, and you really get a sense of the quality out there. Um, you get a sense of where some of the, the challenges are, and um, you know, there's, you can even in the hall tonight, you be the judge in the craftbeer.com pavilion. You can sit down a real with a real GABF judge and work your way through one of the tasting sheets in a beer. So there's a lot fun. of educational areas that we put on into. There's beer and food pavilion. There's brew studio. Um, there is, uh, you know, just all these places where you not only are just sipping one ounce at a time, but you're getting sensory demonstrations from the brewers themselves in the hall. There is there's a tremendous amount of things to do. And that's like I'm saying, if you even if you're not just like, which I don't understand why you wouldn't enjoy beers, but yeah, there's people out there that aren't really beer people. To each his or her own. That's true. And, and so there's so many different events going on inside this one giant event. But you guys do a great job. It's a very well-oiled machine at this point. And I'm sure that that's been a tremendous amount of work from... I mean, how many volunteers do you guys... This is one of the largest volunteer events, 3,900-plus volunteers. And frankly, it goes over 4,000 if you take the 180 volunteers for the competition. So 3,900 volunteers in the hall. And I started with the Great American Beer Festival and the Brewers Association as a volunteer at this very event. Oh, nice. I was on a cross-country trip, quit my job back east, and lo and behold, the GABF was happening. So we stopped and we volunteered. How long have you been with the Brewers Association? Um, collectively, because I had a stint where I left and came back, um, about 14 years. Seems like a great organization to be part of. Yeah, we're the national non-traffic trade group. Represents the majority of breweries. We exist to promote and protect small and independent craft brewers, their beers in the community of brewing enthusiasts. What an amazing mission. We also advance the beverage of beer with so much of the beer publications that we do for the beer books that we publish. We're just dropping session beers from Jen Talley um, this week, focusing on helping brewers really dial in. I love and seeing Kulsh out there, cream ales. A lot of Pilsners are starting to pop, and like session beers are really on. Um, and so we, we, we advance the beverage of beer, and we also advance small and independent craft brewers. Talking with Julia Hirsch, she's the craft beer program director, and co, you also co-authored craftbeer.com beer and food course. Mm -hmm. that is, that's, the, the, that whole idea of beer and food pairings is one of my, any event that does that, I want to be part of, because, uh, you know, well, of course, everybody likes to eat, but the... People that, that are putting these things together, they get so creative with the food. Yeah. And where and I love beer, but I don't I'm like I don't really even look at the beer menus half the time. I look at the food menu on yeah. the beer pairings. Well, I think it's great and pairing is coming on strong. A lot of beer lovers, we've on surveys, beer occasions aren't just partaking alone and drinking drinking beer. It's involving food, right? And so pairing is a natural fit and that's happening more and more. Um, I'm doing a beer and food palette trip on, at 6.30 in the hall in the beer and food pavilion, and that's super fun to talk people. I like to take people's palettes and minds on a wild ride, talk about interactions, see what you're really getting when you put um, basic taste together in the food, basic taste in the beer. Are they home runs, one plus one equals five? Are they, you know, middle of the road? Are they train wrecks where something happened in your mouth that you didn't like? How do you articulate that? Do you describe that? And the bottom line is, is that beer is definitely... Um, got so much more prowess than all of the other fermented beverage categories with pairing because you got, you know, the malt in beer alone. You've got these advanced kiln malt and roasted flavors, right? Everything from like uh, 
white bread flour to biscotti to cashew notes to caramel and then all the way up to burnt and acrid notes and that whole strata of malt flavors really goes well with grilled roasted and smoked items and so pairing wise beer alone just based on the malt just has so much game and then carbonation's great scrub your tongue gets you ready for the next bite and so it's super fun to talk about and, and always learn more Stuff like that at those events, you, you definitely learn more because you, you hit on things and you you go over things that you never even think about when you're just sitting there eating and drinking. Yeah. And why does it do this? Why does it taste like this? Why, but uh, how you can eat a piece of cheese, drink a beer, then eat the piece of cheese again, it tastes completely different. Absolutely. They transform each other, the beverage and the, and the food. And I mean, we're, we're certainly if we're talking pairing. We're beyond the steps of survival, so you might as well make it an experience that's enjoyable instead of just treating it like fuel, right? And so that, to me, touches upon it. And so if you really get that mind-to-palate connection going and thinking about what you're tasting while you're sipping and then while you're chewing and what happens, it's, it can be very rewarding. So Great American Beer Festival happening this weekend in Colorado at the Colorado Convention Center. Thursday night, Friday night, and two sessions on Saturday. How many people are are you expecting this year for all four sessions? Yep, four sessions in three days, 60,000 people total. That includes judges, brewers. We have 500 media at the end of the day. You're one of them. Um, so there's definitely little populations within that whole group. Uh, but 60,000 person event. It's a big event. Yeah, and we sold out in a day. <laughs> that's pretty amazing. Less than a day, actually. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. And there's nothing better than to walk out and see a giant blue bear staring at you every day. Oh, yeah. It's that's pretty landmark. awesome. It's like a national holiday when you see the blue bear. It is. You've come home again to beer, the beer mecca. I don't know how Sonic scored their little slushy up there, yeah, but it's a good idea. It would have been nice to see a beer up there, a beer holding a beer. Yeah, Denver is a beer city. It'd be nice. Mm-hmm. But I could use a Sonic malt right now. That would be good. Some cheese tater tots. Talking about a pairing. You're That's getting, a good pairing. He's, he's getting distracted. Where are I'm you? I'm getting at? distracted. He's thinking food now. Thinking getting food. distracted. Uh, Julia Hers, now I appreciate you taking the time to yeah, come down and you. talk to us for sure. And congratulations on this event. It's a very successful event. It has been for many years. And just uh, the, the amount of growth that it's seen over the last four years even myself coming here the first time and now there's like last year that expanded to another section of the hall and i think instead of seven football fields worth um, of beer sounds about right i mean square footage evolves each year we do keep growing the number of breweries and number of beers it is there's more than one way to slice the data of what grew but every year we grow to accommodate more breweries because this is their super bowl and to win a medal at the great american beer festival if you attend the awards on saturday or people can stream it on the brewing network um, or even re-watch it after the fact if this is when that runs it is truly saying that you make the best if you win the gold in one of 98 beer categories the judges deemed the esteemed judge pool um, that you make the best U.S. commercial example of that beer style. And this is a judge pool with 10% um, you know, are international judges, um, the most pre prestigious judge pool that you can put together for U.S. beers. Um, only 10% new judges each year because it's always good to rotate in new palates, give them a test drive and see if they have what it takes. Very, very um, competitive and hard to get your work your way into being one of those judges. Took me years of building my resume and then I finally felt comfortable enough to request. Um, but it is, yeah, it, it grows every year. It is so exciting to watch people win at those awards because uh, I mean, it's, they, they put the category up. And then, you know, breweries, if they are in it, you, you can look through the crowd and you know which breweries have a beer in there just because they're all just like, they're looking their face, just waiting to see. And yeah. then when they win. It's like the Academy Awards. It for absolutely beer. is. And the brewers are definitely on edge and so jazzed when they win. And it is. And, and wine competitions, like you, you get gold, double gold, when you get certain level of points. So there's multiple golds. This is really only gold, silver, and bronze. And sometimes we don't even award one of those because the judges at the table said, sorry, the pool of, of candidates in front of me just did not represent uh, yeah. you know, a bronze version of this or a gold version of this. There'll be boo booze in the hall when those awards are announced and we don't have one but it's, the, the standards are very high. 
Well, as they should be. Yes. As they I absolutely totally should agree. be. Well, I am looking forward to this weekend, uh, not just for the, what's going on here, but what's going on outside at all the different places and brewery hopping and everything else that Denver has to offer. So. Yeah. Julia, thanks for taking the time Thank again, you. and very nice to meet you, and I will probably see you at your food and beer tasting. Yeah, and shout out to the four Houston breweries that are here, and, you know, Houston Strong, really feel for you guys. Um, I've been through a flood, and I'm a FEMA recipient, and I know what, you know, what the impacts can be, and the ripple effects continue, and it's just an intense time. Um, beer makes the world a better place, so sip a beer and relax and, and try to know that as time passes, things will get a little better. Uh, absolutely. All right, Julia, thank you very much. All right, thank you. Now, we're sitting out here at the Colorado Convention Center, and I spot my buddy Thomas Kill from No Label Brewery walking by. And so, Thomas, man, it's your first time at a Great American Beer Festival. Yeah, it is. Uh, I was fortunate enough to be sent on out to check out all the beers, work the booth a little bit, make sure everyone knows how good No Label Beer is. What beers are you guys pouring? We're going to be pouring Sit and Side Haze, our New England IPA, What the Hatch, chili beer with Hatch Chilies. We're also going to have Nightmare on First Street and Imperial Pumpkin Ale and our Mojito Lime Goza. Solid beer lineup, buddy. I'm excited about it. The Sit Inside Haze is getting back, on the mar- getting back out to the market. Yeah, we just had some release this week. We're going to have a little bit more coming out next week, too. I'm excited to have a good quantity of it in the market, plenty of it to go around to people that want it. That and Brew of H, Pell You can find that, man. And with the, you can find that at TDECU Stadium. That's a, a good place to go watch some football. Yeah. We may be in Colorado. We're still talking about our Houston Cougars, though. Hey, you have to. You have to. Between them and the Astros doing what they're doing, yeah, it's a good time. Oh, yeah. So uh, out here in Denver, there's so many different beers. Is there a beer that you've come across here? Like, man, that was really delicious. I know you just got here, but. I actually haven't had any beer today. Uh-oh. We need to change that. So I've only had a Bloody Mary today. I had two. Yes. I did too. Yeah. See, that's not a bad way. Not a bad way to start it. We were at the airport this morning, and my thought was, if I'm going to be in uh, Colorado drinking beer all weekend, I might as well start my weekend off with the Bloody Mary. That's that was my. If I'm going to be drinking beer all day, I'm going to start off with the Bloody. It was a good way. Good way to get going. So, all right, Thomas, man, I'll see you out there on the floor. Yes, sir. Drink of Ages, we are back. We're hanging out here at the Colorado Convention Center, Great American Beer Fest, and you know, walking through the crowd, it's always fun to spot a buddy. And you know, we're walking through, and who do I come across? Brian Allen from Backfish Brewing. What's going on, John? What's going on, man? Now you tell me. I mean, this is a this is an amazing event. It is uh, truly more than amazing. This has been on my bucket list for over 20 years. First time here, and I have a grin on my face ear to ear right now. <laughs> It's kind of hard not to, right? and then and this is just a it's just so many different beers to try, and yeah, I mean even from the rare beers and the beers you always read about and hear about, just like you and I were talking about going to some of these breweries that you've never seen before and walking up and trying some of these beers that you try is like oh this is just amazing, uh, that's really cool to see what's going on. I think I don't know, maybe DJ Muskrat can tell me what was it like thirty nine hundred beers? What was and over 800 breweries. 800 breweries, yeah. I mean, you, know, you, you get to try pretty much anything. And my wife, who, you know, for a long time, uh, I'd be like, yeah, my wife, she, she loves stouts. She kind of went out beer for a while, but she's walking around finding stuff that she wants to drink. And so she grabbed me. We went to a brewery from uh, Fargo, North Dakota, and I'm drinking a sour with the, you're not going to like this, the blueberries and basil. But... <laughs> It actually is really, really tasty. Blueberries and basil. Yeah. Enough said. And, and, and so, like you say, you just walk around and you find everything. It's like Coop. Coop L Works is here. They just now started distributing in Houston. So I got to sit down and talk to those guys for a little bit and try and well, tried their beers for it, but, you know, have some of their beers with them. 
It's it's just a I don't know. It's it's hard to describe actually what's going on here. Well, just the vibe here. I mean, it's it's people drinking beer and enjoying beer from all over, and everybody loves everybody. I mean, it's just you can't beat this and some amazing beers. So it's awesome. Well, you know, one one thing that's going to be nice to see is Backfish having a booth up here. So, what beers did you enter in the competition? We have four beers. We have our lightest, our German Hellas. Uh, we have our Texas Golden Ale, which is my favorite. The raspberry version of that, our Texas Razzle Snake, which is been a big hit so far in a couple hours we've been at the booth and then we brought our circle hook single ipa which is like throwing a dart at a big dartboard it's uh yeah there's a lot of ipas here but you know kicks and grins it's one of those when you walk up to one of the booths you know you look and you're like okay let's try the ipa and then let's okay what other beers do you have you know but you have to always try the ipa yeah i actually find myself trying more non-ipas just to try something different but you don't get my mouth blown out of uh, hot flavor in you know two hours of being here so well, being uh, a relatively new brewery to all that, and then now being part of this festival, uh, I mean, it's got to make you feel pretty good. It, it's to be honest, John, it's very surreal. I, I uh, I've always talked about, you know, I think when I was on your show that I turned 21 the day before Sound Open, and I've been passionate about craft beer forever. And I can remember back in the early days, Brock, when they used to get eight or ten brewers pass, saying, "Hey, Brian, if you want to go sometime, I'll, you know, maybe lend you out a brewers pass." But you know, I'm young 20s, couldn't afford to trip tri- tri- up here and the pay for the airfare. So I've wanted to go to this forever, and to now be here as a new brewery, um, it's indescribable. Like, I, I literally have been in Cloud9 and no Maha reference there, but um, since I've been here, it's just, this is very cool. This is, um, personally, professionally, this is an amazing experience. Yeah, I agree with you there. And just to walk by and see your name and your sign in your booth, you know, with, yes, there's 800 breweries here, but there's 4,000 in the United States right now, whatever that number is, it's a lot. Uh, it's pretty, it is pretty sweet. Uh, Brian, Backfish Brewing Company, Pearland, Texas, uh, my neighborhood. Yes, sir. Yep. Glad to see you out here, man, and uh, look forward to having a few. You know, it, one thing about Great American Beer Festival, that I don't even think that we touched base yet, is you get a nice five ounce glass, but they only pour one ounce at a time. And so you basically walk around and you take shots of beer uh, I've only hit 130 breweries so far. 130? That's yeah. pretty good. So, yeah, 130 breweries, a couple beers each one. And my goal tonight was 200. So. All right, challenge accepted. <laughs> All right, Brian, nice talking to you. Same here, John. And let's, uh, once we leave here, let's go get a pint somewhere. Let's do it. Actual pint. <laughs> Thank you. All right, Drink of Age, we'll be right back. thinking about opening up a bar a brewery or if you have either one you need to contact my friend brian kircher over at draftsmiths of texas he takes care of all the beer lines at drink of ages which makes it you know when breweries come in they they try their beer on tap it tastes as good as it does the brewery he can install your system maintain it glycol do the whole thing give him a call at 713-647-1100 or just look him up online dstexas.com and man let him take care of your beer lines
All right, man. So we're walking through GABF here at the Colorado Convention Center. Got a, quite a few beers in me at this point. And coming by, it's like, man, Melvin. Melvin Brewing out of Jackson Hole. Fantastic beers. Last year was one of the first times, uh, it was the first time I tried your beers, and they're, they're really just fantastic beers. So I'm looking for you guys. I come up, I see the bus, and I walk up and I see Hacksaw Jim Dugan hanging out in front of everybody, hanging out at the bus. So now I'm sitting here with Jamie from Melvin Brewing. So congratulations we're in order i mean it's just like, it's just pretty fantastic you guys are making some great beers and you got hacksaw sitting out there hanging out with everybody yeah it's uh th thank you first of all uh and uh hacksaw jim duggan right he's everyone's hero from the 80s oh man uh, i remember like uh, houston we had, we had the summit now it's a big church but at the time yeah i went to wrestlemania 9 i think it was and it's always just, uh, I watched Andre the Giant wrestle like two short people. Uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan's out there, you know, Hulk Hogan, all the whole bunch. And so it's like a childhood hero almost. And then I'm just like, man, here we are. He choked me out just a minute ago. It was, it was awesome. Well, that, that picture's worth, with, worth everything then, isn't it? <laughs> For sure. For sure. Let's talk about some Melvin Brewing. Because uh, you guys are, in, first of all, in one of the best places in the world. Jackson Hole, like Wyoming. Let's fill up that beer. Let's fill these up real yeah, quick. Good let's, idea. Let's pour above the allotted line. Let's do that. <laughs> Breaking some rules. Yeah, let's do that. This is our Hubert, our MPA. It's a Melvin Pale Ale. Uh, it's what we think a pale ale should be. Way more on the hoppy side of things. Show that profile. A little less alcohol or something. We, we can drink all day at Melvin. For us, 6% alcohol is a session. It's a good session. It's a good session. Well, you know, it ought, people ask me, like, what's your favorite session beers? I was like, well, how long is the session? Good question. Yeah. How, how about we cheers first? Cheers, cheers John. So Melvin Brewing, uh, like I said, you guys just, the first time I saw y'all was last year, and you came in, I'm looking around town, I see all these vans and four by all these big things rolling around Denver. And my buddy Justin who lives up here, he's like, oh, no, you got to try their beers. They're fantastic. So... As a matter of fact, last night we had two of your IPAs, and they're just—you guys are making solid beers. Well, thank you. Uh, this is my fourth GABF here with Melvin. Uh, I remember my first—we were over at a regular booth with a, our, our, I believe our banner that year was a small piece of cardboard that said "We are Melvin." Uh, we had a cult following at that time. We were—we were beginning out of our three-barrel brewery at our little Thai restaurant in Jackson. Uh, and in 2015, one small brew pub of the year. And that's what's really started to launch all this madness for us, as it were. So you guys started with a three-barrel system in a Thai restaurant. Yes, sir. 150-square-foot room in the back of the restaurant. Uh, was a dry storage room. And now it's got uh, three three-barrel fermenters, one seven-barrel fermenter. And we just crank it out of that little closet all day long. We call it the Shaolin closet. Nice. You definitely made it into some better use. Yeah, we can order more food on a daily basis, that's for sure. It's better to have the beer in the tanks. So what beers you guys are pouring out here at GABF? Uh, today we have uh, basically our flagship lineup uh, that we're brewing out of a production brewery. We've got everything from our light drinking Mexican lager, the Jesus, to a uh, um, Belgian blonde with clover honey. Uh, all of our double IPAs, Asterix, of course, our 2x4, Drunken Master, my personal favorite, the Citradamus, 100% Citra, double IPA. Um, I think I'm missing one out there, Drunken Master, and of course our Ruckus Imperial Stout. So you guys came with the gangbusters this time. We came with the flavor. Yes, yes sir. No doubt. Uh, <coughs> what we're drinking now, your, <laughs> what you, you call it? The uh, we're, right now we're having our Hubert. Which yeah, yeah Hubert. Uh, there. That's that's our, our Melvin Pale Ale. Melvin Pale Ale. Yeah, I mean, that's fantastic. Easy drinking beer. So good. Uh, how much are you guys brewing now? Uh, we are just uh, all the time, nonstop brewing. That's that's the answer to that question. We we can't keep up with with some of the demand we have right now. Uh, when we started our production brew, we started with a, it's a 30 barrel brew house. Uh, we started with a couple of 60 fermenters. Um, we grew up to a couple of 120s, and now we have some 240 spaceships in there. And we're looking to to uh, build another 20,000 square foot building just to keep up with with the demand right now. And I'll tell you what, Colorado drinks up a lot of it. Colorado drinks a lot of beer. You know who else drinks a lot of beer? Texas. Texas. Texas drinks a whole lot of beer. Yeah. And it would be uh, pretty sweet to have you guys on tap at my bar. 
Well, which bar are we talking about here? Drink of Ages. Yeah, down in Houston. Right, well, we got to figure out how to get some beer into Texas. We definitely do. Uh, I know that, I mean, the last few years, I guess you guys have seen a tremendous amount of growth because you're in, what all states are you in? Uh, well, we're pretty much all Rocky Mountain West. Of course, we've got our home state of Wyoming, Idaho, Washington, Oregon. We're now dabbling into Southern California. Uh, we did just some small shipments out to New York. Um, of course, Colorado, a little bit, a little bit in Utah. Uh, it's just starting to go. You know, we, we want to make sure that we can supply the market we enter rather than enter too many markets and not give you guys the precious beer. You know, once you get on it, you got to have it all the time. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so I think it's only the next logical step is to put it in Houston and skip the rest of the cities in Texas, but just go straight down to Houston. It's something we're looking at these days is is growing our business. You know, like we mentioned we started out of the three barrel. Uh, Thai restaurant, brew pub, uh, and we always have known that that's where the heart and soul of our company, you know, came from was that brew pub atmosphere. Uh, and we've recently opened another another brew pub out in Bellingham, Washington. Uh, we're not up and brewing just yet. Uh, the brewery system will be shipping October 13th from San Diego. Uh, seven Barrel Brewery will be going in the basement there, and we'll be doing exactly what we do back home at Time Me Up, where we have our Melvin flagship beers alongside our brew pub recipes that we'll be brewing on site. So. Maybe a brew pub is in the future for Texas. I think a brew pub would be a great idea. Yeah. All right, well, Jamie from Melvin Brewing, man, thanks for taking the time, hanging out on the bus in the middle of the convention center. Hacksaw Jim Duggan hanging outside, talking talking to everybody, shaking hands, taking pictures, choking a few more people out. I asked him, I was like, man, Full Nelson. He's like, no, nah, man, no, no, no Full Nelsons. So I was like, ah, come on, man. Got to keep it safe out there, I guess. Safe. But yeah. don't miss him tonight. If you, if you want to hit up that beer hall brawl down at the Rack House, we're going to be putting on a, quite a show down there tonight. Sounds like a great plan. All right, Jamie, appreciate it. Melbourne Brewing Company, if you've never tried their beers, you need to get some. And trade for some or something or whatever it takes. But I uh, definitely need to get some of their beers. They are fantastic. Thanks, John. All right, we'll be right back. Are you thinking of buying, selling, or renting a house? Let my good friend Amber Sear with Stanfield Properties help with all your real estate needs. She is your real estate connection. Amber is a second-generation real estate agent and holds herself to the highest ethical standards. She is a member of the National Association of Realtors, Texas Association of Realtors, and Houston Association of Realtors. Work with a knowledgeable native Houstonian who I know well and I trust. Whether buying, selling, or renting, Contact Amber Sear from Sandfield Properties. Her email address is ambersear.realtor at gmail.com. That's ambercyr.realtor at gmail.com. Or call her at 832-715-5455. Again, that's 832-715-5455. All right, if you guys need anything like some shirts, some merch, some stickers, uh, from koozies to any of that stuff, whether you're a brewery, a distillery, or yeah, you just have a business you want to get started and get your brand out there, man. You need to talk to my buddy Rodney Campbell over at Cask Branding. He can take care of you with your glassware. Your, I mean, like I said, he makes all of our shirts here at Drink of Ages. He does a lot of stuff for a lot of people around Houston. So reach out for CaskBranding.com, Rodney Campbell, and tell him that you heard on Drink of Ages, and man, he'll take care of you. Hello Houston, this is Jared Montgomery, brewmaster at Megaton Brewery. If you have not heard of us, we're a new brewery in Kingwood. Come check out our air-conditioned tap room. Enjoy our free play arcade games, air hockey, pool table, outdoor patio games, and of course food trucks all weekend. Try our tasty brews or grab a pint of our favorite beers made by our friends across the great state of Texas. Megaton serves wine as well. Our tap room is open Friday and Saturday and beginning September 8th, we are open noon to 6 for football season. Find us on Facebook for hours, events, and special beer releases. Thanks so much.
All right, Drink of Ages, we are back on, hanging out at GABF and walking through the crowd. Yeah, I got stopped by my buddy's place over here. He's got it all set up, looking great. Uh, Russell Zanifar from Buffalo Bay Brewing Company. What's up, John? How are you doing? Man, I'm, I'm actually doing pretty fantastic. It's been a great night at GABF. It's awesome. I think I, 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 I may have passed my peak of 200 beers. I think I'm on 207. Yeah, um, well, let's not talk about the beers. If the beers are your only problem, then we're in a good place over here. We're in a real good place. So in the you, land of hops and their cousins. Their cousins is what makes Denver such a great time. Yeah. I and mean, it's not the Mile High City for, well, for several reasons. Can I, can I apologize for something really ridiculously embarrassing? Absolutely. When was the last time like we hung out? I think we've hung out a couple times in the last couple of months. We got to fly a mile high to see each other. What the hell? I'm sorry, Well, it only man. reminds me of last year when we were together at JABF. Okay. There's some pretty hardcore air my hockey arm, tournament. Okay, my arm still hurts. I there don't know which been, hurt more. My arm or the inner lining of my sphincter leaning into my anal cavity. It was beat up like an O-ring, a busted O-ring, man. Speaking of which, you want to go to Sam's number three later? Let's go to Sam's number three later. What, what, beers, them omelets? what beers did you guys bring out here? We brought our A game, man. And you know what it is? We've, in the past, we've tried to like get a medal or whatever, and it's like, okay, well, let's bring a flagship. But I don't want to do that because you walk by a lot of boring beer here. You have thousands of breweries, and you happen to have kind of all of the same beers. Anyways, moving right along. Yeah, we brought uh, gingerbread stout, peppermint gingerbread stout, pumpkin spice latte. Tropical is what's in my in my glass right now. I love it. Nine percent saison with mango, uh, a uh, hibiscus flower, and passion fruit. Really delicious, tropical. And then uh, Buzznuts, which is um, super ridiculously coffee, plus hazelnut, honey, little chocolate from the malt. It's delicious. Uh, you guys, man, have been out here the last few years. It's always good to come up here and see it. It's always good to see you anyways. But, you know, when you're outside and you're, it's almost like you're on vacation, and you're walking by and you see your buddies, and you just get excited. So it was exciting to I, see you, man. I love you, brother, and I'm so glad that you're up here. You're telling people about Houston, and you're going out there, and you're talking to other people, and you're bringing them to Houston back with you. And I, I, I just think you're doing really great work, my man. So, you got me anytime you need me. I feel like it's time to wrap the show up. And Sam's number three omelet, the kitchen sink is calling. I know that you're going to try some fireball shots. You got duck sausage over there, too. You know that, duck? duck I'll give you some sausage. It'll be good. It'll be good. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. 
right. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening. This is Drink of Ages Show live at Great American Beer Fest. Razul, appreciate you hanging out. Appreciate you, my man. Thank you so much. show was sponsored by Bell's Brewery Company, their Oktoberfest beer. Get out there and try some. You can listen to any of the old shows. Sponsored by Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company by going to iTunes, drinkofages.com. And, man, everybody be safe out there. Astros, keep kicking some ass. Uh, Looking forward to seeing these guys in the World Series once again. Live from Denver, Colorado, the Mile High City. We are wrapping it up. Talk to everybody next week. like a tribe does before this did you really know what live was comprehend to the track force why cuz getting mentions on the tip of the vibe buzz rock and roll to the beat of the funk fuzz wipe your feet really good on the rhythm rug if you feel the urge to freak do the jitterbug come and spread your arms if you really need a hug afrocentric living is a big shrug our life filled with that's what i love a lower plateau is what we're above if you diss us, we won't even think of We'll nip of the dog and give a big shove This rhythm really fits like a snug glove Like a box of positives, it's a plus love As the trial flies high like a dove